What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Welcome back, everybody, to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Today we are talking about New York, the first five episodes. I'm excited to talk about New York again. I feel like it's been a while, but um, I have to say, so we're going to start off with episode one. I'm just going to dive right in here. I have to say that the casting is very off to me. I think it's one something about it that's missing, I think, is just more people. I don't know why, but I've never... I mean, New York hasn't had just five in a while, so I think it's weird to see the five women dynamic. I know, um, for me at least, I just remember the glory days of New York was when they had at least seven, or I'm sorry, at least six people on there, and then sometimes they would have a seventh. So, um, I don't know, just having the five, I don't really know if it's going to work this season. Um, I mean, I know they have a friend of Heather, and then I think Bershawn Shaw will be joining later on in the season, but I don't really know of, like, I don't, I don't know what their goal is for that, so I guess we'll have to kind of wait and see how how it all plays out but all I can say as so far I don't really feel like Heather is contributing that much as a friend but we'll see my initial first episode thoughts I was just kind of catching up with the ladies seeing what was going on so I didn't take many notes however uh, something I did notice was that I feel like Luann is definitely being more honest about her drinking and I think it's really fresh to see and I just feel like she kind of gets better every season with that I mean she went from a really really rough time to now every season's just getting a little better. I feel like last season was very hard for her. Um, the season with Bethany was really hard for her. So I think it's getting better for her, and I'm liking that because I've always kind of liked Luann. I mean, I don't always love her and some of the things she says, but I I like her generally. So I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a good season for her. I, I can hopefully see that. <laughs> Moving on over to episode two, um, one of my first notes was Sonia spends way more than she makes. I don't really feel like she... I, I can't imagine her net worth to be super high. However, I just feel like she spends so much money on, like, shit that she doesn't need. Like, why does she need interns? I think I just don't understand. And, I mean, I, I think she pays them. I, I couldn't imagine anybody, you know, doing the work that Sonya makes them do for free. So, I just feel like she spends more than she makes. Um, and it's very sad to see her... Century 21 deal that didn't go through. Sorry, that was my dog barking. Very sad to see that that didn't go through, and I hope that she has a new business venture, business venture on the way. Um, I don't know. I just feel like Sonia is a little lost right now in her life, So, and I feel like that's playing out on the show as we're, as we're watching it. So in episode two, I believe it was Luann, Ramona, and Sonia, I believe. They were kind of talking, or maybe Leah. They were kind of talking about how Heather is going to be kind of joining the mix and everything or they were thinking about inviting heather to the hamptons for their trip and i think actually now that i think about it i think it was leah who brought it up um as far as heather talking about luann on being on the podcast i mean i think i can understand where leah's coming from because she's like well you know this is a past cast member who is now you know been known to talk mad shit about her you know, former castmates on her podcast. So I don't want to be next. Um, I, I think it is very shady on, on Heather's part. Although I, I don't really know what she has said verbatim. So I don't really want to just be a hundred percent on Leah's side because honestly, the time that Heather did have on the show, some of it wasn't that good. I mean, her and Lou were in some rough spots. Her and Ramona were in some rough spots. Everybody has gone through it. So I feel like 
for Heather to be open and honest on her podcast because that's her platform. I don't really see the harm in that. I mean, it's not like she's going out and saying, I, I don't know. So I think the direct reference that Leah was referring to was something about how Luann does hard drugs. And I did go back and listen to just that portion of Heather's podcast. And she did not say anything like that at all. And I think Leah was kind of just paraphrasing when in reality, she had said something about how, and I don't want to get quoted verbatim, but she was saying that there were hard drugs going on, like there was something going on in that trip to St. Bart's that she didn't want to partake in. But she didn't necessarily say that Luann was the creator of that situation. I, she didn't say that. So that's why I'm just like, I, was, I wasn't I was 100% on Leah's side, if that makes sense. And that ends up coming out later in episode four, three and four. But I did want to say real quick, and I think I talked about this before on my Dallas reactions. I don't know why Bravo decides to air these like weird holistic leaders. To me, I just, I don't find it interesting or fascinating at all. Like, so the first night of the the girls trip to the Hamptons, we had some sort of, I, I couldn't even tell you what they, they, you know, what her official title was or what she was claiming to be. It's not that I don't believe in all that shit. I just feel like it's not that interesting. And I don't, I don't. It's, it's been done so many times. It's kind of like, um, I mean, I, I don't want to come up with a reused storyline because I can't think of one right off the top of my head, but it's just, it's reused over so many different franchises and I'm kind of like sick of it at this point. I've seen it on Dallas. I've seen it on Beverly Hills. I've seen it on Jersey, believe it or not. And now I'm seeing it on New York and I'm sure I've seen it in the past before, but every time it comes out, I've just gotten so annoyed by it. And, um, I think we saw it on Salt Lake City too. It's it's been on multiple different franchises and it's like this weird holistic leader who claims to be this like healer or whatever. I I'm not it's, I'm not opposed to any of that stuff and I'm not shitting on anybody who has that as a, as a profession. I just don't find it that interesting to watch on television for them to have a whole scene about it. I I just don't get it. So, I kind of hope that Bravo stops doing that. I I I don't know why these women do it. I I know it's their personal choice what they want to show on camera, but I don't I don't know why they think that we're interested in watching them, you know, sit in a circle and scream and go through these holistic journey. I don't know. I just, I'm not into it. So then we move over to episode three with the main topic being Ramona making the help comment. Now, do I think she said it from a place of, you know, cultural, what's the right word here? (laughs) Like, do I think that she made a intentional cultural um, error? Uh, No. I think that she, I think it definitely comes from a place of ignorance. I don't think that she really realizes the detriment in that, in that, in that word, in that context type situation. I mean, obviously anybody with common sense would kind of know that that's just kind of a really derogatory way to speak to, you know, somebody who works for you or your staff, I think that's really inappropriate. And blaming her age and her, I just think it's really, but that's Ramona. I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm watching and I'm not surprised. I was not surprised at all that that was a comment that was made. And I'm kind of glad that Ebony brought it up to her because I don't think any of the other women would have. And I think Ebony was definitely the right person to to say that to her in a way, because I feel like Ebony is just very educated in the way that um, she chooses her words wisely. She she doesn't engage in like 
so far. <laughs> she doesn't engage in like super visceral arguments with people. So I think that she was the right person to come forth and tell Ramona, hey, that's actually not like the right way to speak to people. And it's kind of offensive. And speaking of Ramona being Ramona, can we talk real quick about the whole plasma thing? Because honestly, I don't believe that Ramona did that for a second. And I don't know why she went on some article or whatever and claimed that she did. Because the whole time during the pandemic, and when I say during the pandemic, I mean when we were actually locked down, she was posting every day on Instagram about how she was going out to restaurants and doing all this stuff. And I'm not shaming her for that because obviously I feel like she should live her life and do whatever she wants to do. However... Do I feel that she's this big COVID advocate and she has the antibodies and did the antibody test and did the plasma and donated blood? No, I don't believe that she did that because there's no way that she would do that and not post about it because she posted about being everywhere. So in that sense, I agree with Leah because Leah was trying to say, there's no way that you would have done that because you would have shared it with us. So yeah, I definitely call bullshit on that whole situation. I also think that Luann drinking this Fose, I think it's like fake red or fake rose. I don't know. I just, um, I kind of agree with Leah. I don't really feel like it's a good idea because I feel like that would just kind of drive you to drink more. I mean, it's like, why don't you just start liking something else? Like, I know soda is terrible for you, but it's better than drinking. Uh, how about iced tea, lemonade? I mean, I don't know the struggles of an alcoholic, so I don't want to, you know, make fun of her, but I don't really feel like that's the best way to cope with being on the mend of alcohol, but that's just me. Okay, aren't we tired of, like, the drunk Sonia? I don't know, I just feel like drunk Sonia is such a played-out storyline on New York. I'm kind of over it, and this is what I mean when I kind of say that we should do a reevaluation of the casting, because I definitely feel like Ramona and Sonia have kind of run their course on New York. Similar to how fans started to feel about Vicky, not not Tamara, because I, I really would like Tamara to be back on OC, but that's a story for a different day. I, I feel like Sonya doesn't really have much more to give to the show. I don't really feel like she brings anything other than being like wickedly drunk all the time to the point where it's like almost annoying to watch because she just like shouts and slurs her words and I don't really know why they got rid of Dorinda because I know Dorinda had certain moments like that, but I don't feel like she was an alcoholic. Um, and I don't really feel like Sonia's an alcoholic either. I just feel like she takes a lot of pills that she probably should not mix alcohol with. And it's just, it's really not a good look. And I don't, I don't really know why Bravo doesn't step in and be like, is this really what we want to be showing, you know, on, on New York? I don't know. I mean, I just feel like her... That side that we've seen of Sonya so many times, time and time again, I think it's kind of played out at this point. And I don't really know if she was just really drunk and didn't really understand what she was saying, but every time that she defends the Morgan family, like I thought it was funny the first time, and now I just think it's kind of ridiculous because it's not technically her family anymore, it's just her name, so... I don't get what the big deal is and and why do you have to yell and get into an argument about it? I don't understand. But then again, every time that they've talked about the Morgan, like, you know, the Morgan letters or the JP Morgan bank, whatever, she's loaded. I mean, she's blasted. So it's like, I can't really tell if she's just angry about it because she's drunk or if she's truly angry about it. Because if she's truly angry about it, that's just sad because she has been divorced for years and I just don't understand why that's still 
you know, in her mind and it's still bothering her. I don't get it. The absolute highlight of episode four was Leah not only calling Ramona a dumb fucking bitch, but then walking over to her staff. <laughs> I think her name's Michelle. I hope I'm getting her name right. And said, I do not know how you work for Ramona. She is a terrible human being. <laughs> and, you know, Ramona's staff just turned to her and said, I love you, Leah. <laughs> because she knows how much of a pain in the ass Ramona is. And for Leah to come across and say that, I think it was just hilarious. And I think it made the whole episode. <laughs> So don't get me wrong, I really have enjoyed watching Luann on New York. I think she's a great addition to the show. I think she, you know, I, I don't know. I've, I've, She's had a lot of likable moments across the franchise, which is hard to say because most of the time the unlikable moments outweigh the likable moments. But with Luann, I really feel like she's a super likable housewife. But um, something I notice is whenever she's like happy or in a relationship or something, she almost has to like rub it in everybody else's face. And she just constantly will say like, why can't you just be happy for me? And this and this and that. And it's like, because you're, you know, you're dating somebody and you're like just rubbing it in everybody's face and you're talking about it in your confessionals. Like, it's like the, you know, the thing that everybody should have. And it's like, why can't you just be in your bubble, be happy and just ignore everybody else? Like, why do you have to be so, this is me. This is who I, I I think it's just a little bit of the self-righteousness in her. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm over it. I don't, I don't like that look on her because I feel like she's a really great person. And I think that she just looks really self-righteous in a way when she rubs her happiness in on everybody else, because maybe somebody else is not happy. I mean, look at Sonia. She's kind of going through a hard time in her life right now. She just lost a big sales deal that probably was going to cost her a lot of money. And now she's basically in debt and she's also not in a relationship. And, you know, we know Sonia, we know that she likes to be happy and with a man and, um, and she's just not happy right now. So why do you have to rub it in with her? I just think it's not a good look on Luann. So from what I understand, just so you guys know, Heather Thompson was brought back on as a friend of for this season, but apparently she had stopped filming after her and Leah got into some sort of argument, which I believe is coming next week or the following week, um, which I'm very shocked by that she actually got confessionals too, and she decided to film confessionals. So I don't really know if she's, I don't know if she like stopped filming, quote unquote, or just, I, I really don't know because... I guess we're going to have to wait and see how it plays out or how this fight per se plays out. But I don't really know why she got confessionals if she stopped filming. So I don't know. I guess that was maybe that was just a rumor in the blog that I had heard. But let's stay tuned and we'll see what happens. But I was really interested to see that she got a confessional and she looked great. And at the end of episode four, Leah was kind of confronting Heather and just saying, like, why would you talk about these former castmates on your podcast in in so many words and i mean i've already kind of explained my thoughts on that but to heather's defense should she lie i don't really feel like she should and honestly like she had said it right she said these articles that come out they only take a snippet of what you had maybe said and they kind of twist the words a little bit in order to get that click so that people will read the story or whatever so I kind of feel like I'm a little bit more on Heather's side than Leah's because Heather's only reflecting on her past on the show because she's probably asked about it a lot. I mean, it it definitely probably comes up because it's the same thing with like Tamra 
or Bethany. I mean, it's not like they want to talk about the show. Obviously, they left, so it's not like they want to talk about it every chance they get. But it was a big part of their life, so they kind of have to because they're going to be asked about it and people want to know about it, and that's how they get their listens. So I kind of agree with Heather a little bit more so than Leah. And finishing off today with episode five, super boring episode. I mean, it was fun to watch the whole naked painting thing and just everything that was going on. That was fun to watch, but overall it was kind of boring until the last few moments when they just, you know, the last 15 minutes of the episode just kind of blew up. And I had so many thoughts going across my head. And you guys know I don't like to talk about race, religion, or politics on the podcast. However, some racial things got brought up. And so I, I kind of want to just discuss it real quick, but I don't want to I, I don't want to offend anybody or anything. So um, let me backtrack real quick. Ramona comparing Leah to her daughter, I think, needs to stop. I think that Leah is far from uh, Avery on many different standards. And as far as, you know, Leah talking about sex and all that stuff, yeah, it makes Ramona uncomfortable, so maybe she should just not talk about it in front of her. But Ramona is a hypocrite, so at the end of the day, we know that, but she's not going to change. So you might as well just adjust your conversation a little bit when you know Ramona's there, because it's just a respect thing. I, I get it if, I mean, I, I get it, I just don't agree with it. I don't really care, to be honest, so I, I don't know. So Leah getting pissed with Ramona and then walking away from the table and then eventually coming back and calling everybody a hoe, that was like a whole separate issue, right? But then after Leah had left, Ebony was basically trying to understand Ramona and Leah's point of view and she was trying to kind of explain what was happening and communicate a little bit more efficiently. And then Lou got involved and she started talking about religion and how Ramona and her, they were raised in the church and they have a different mindset in life or whatever. And something had got brought up about how, you know, I think Lou, Lou had said, and they even played it again so that we could watch it. Lou had said, well, that, you know, growing up at the church, that has nothing to do with class. That has to do with education. And I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that because I, I, I mean, religion is an education. Or religion is essentially an education in many different ways because there's many different religions and we're taught to believe different things and, you know, feel different things. It's complicated because I don't want to, you know, offend anybody with their religions. I totally respect everybody's religion. However, I definitely don't think it's a class thing as well. And I don't think it's an education thing as well. Because everybody, the, the, basically the delivery that Lou gave with that is is just not right. And then Ebony kind of stepped in and said, well, I have more education than anybody at this table. So I don't think we need to get into that. That probably wasn't the best thing to say, but then Lou just took that and ran with it and, you know, just got really defensive. And so I do think it was very interesting, though, and I'm kind of siding with Ebony on this one. I think it was very interesting that, you know, Leah got really heated and mad and no one really called her angry. And then all of a sudden, um, Ebony was being <laughs> Ebony was being labeled as a angry woman. Now, in the preview for the next episode, she did say that Lou called her an angry black woman, and I, unless they edited it out, I mean, she didn't call her an angry black woman, she just called her an angry woman, so I don't see the harm in that, I mean, that's just my opinion, but I guess, I mean, I can understand how she would take offense to that because of, you know, the stereotype of black women being, you know, labeled as angry, I mean, that's that's hurtful, so I, I get that. Lou's delivery was absolutely horrendous. And I feel like Ebony was just trying to 
help communicate better in the situation. So I'm definitely going to have to side with Ebony on this one. I'm going to see what happens next week. I do think Lou definitely owes Ebony an apology because of the way she spoke to her and then just like threw her out of the house. I think that was really disrespectful. So I don't know. That's my opinion on that. So I'm going to check my Instagram poll later and see where everybody else lies, but I'm pretty sure everybody's going to agree with me that Ebony took the higher ground on this one. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this reaction. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you are enjoying New York. So far, it's been kind of slow. Uh, that's why I didn't do uh, episode reactions in groups of three this time. I thought it would be easier to just do five episodes at a time. So I will circle back with you guys and give you my thoughts after episodes six through ten. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive. If you have any news to share, feel free to message me so I can talk about all your favorite tea. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. AJ.